I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. Have you ever had a God, are you sure type of moment? You know, one of those times where God speaks directly to you or through someone to you, and it resonates. You know, that is a word from God. And then you start moving in a direction that God has called you to, but then slowly but surely, doubt starts to seep in. And even though you were once so sure, questions start to arise. God, can I? really do this? If your answer is yes, I believe that it is divine destiny that you are listening to this episode today. It's my pleasure to have with me Tiffany Ely, who faced this exact situation. There was a word from God, and she knew it. And yet, there was a seven-year span that it took her to fully answer the call. The great thing, though, about these experiences is that being in that space equips and empowers us to help others. And I just believe that Tiffany's words of wisdom, now that she's on the other side, will give you exactly what you need to know that, yes, God can do it through you and that you will move forward and pursue the path to publish your book in a way that honors God. Enjoy. Tiffany, thank you so much for um, making time out of your schedule to be here with us for Publishing Secrets. I've enjoyed our conversation as we have prepared for this interview, and I can't wait for our listening audience to learn more about your powerful story, both your personal journey that you've been on and the journey to writing a book. So let's do this. Let's start by having you tell us a little bit about this experience that led you to write the book. Okay. And, you know, often there's a catalyst. There's like something that kind of pushes us or propels us in this direction. And you had a very specific experience that led you here. So tell us a little bit about you and that experience and how it led to you getting into the field of writing. Yes, yeah, certainly. Well, After um, getting let go from my nine to five job, I wasn't sure what was next, but I was certainly inspired to know that there was something greater on the other side of that door that had closed. And so I began to just pursue God and ask God, you know, what is next? You know, I know that there's another door that you want me to enter. And it's crazy because at that time, after I was let go from my job, the funny thing is my husband was working full time. And I would say like maybe three to four days after I was let go from my job, God increased his level and he was making my salary and his together. Oh, wow. So that's praise the God. praise God. That's the God that we serve. You know, <laughs> that was just certainly favor in God completely. And so then as I began to, you know, just pray and seek God and asking and wondering, well, what's next? 
after that, I got a phone call from my pastor at the time, which was Apostle Alice S. Martin. And she's deceased now, but she was just an awesome woman of God. And she called and she said, you know, God was downloading some information about you and, you know, what was your next? And he said that you had been praying about this. And she was like, I probably forget if I didn't call you now and let you know the information. So I wanted to tell you, I couldn't hold it until we go to church. And so she was like, uh, I don't know if you even thought about this, but she was saying that God told me that you were going to write many books and that your books would inspire many. And she said, so I don't know what you're supposed to write about. I don't know any of those details. He didn't tell me, but I want you to go ahead and just to begin to pray about it. And she said, because this is what God is telling me that you're supposed to do mm. in this season. She said, begin to get your journal, place it by you because he's going to begin to download information to you about this. And she said, just continue to seek God and you know do what he says and be obedient to the writing. And so immediately I went to get a new journal and I placed it by my bed. I also would keep one in my purse. And certainly God began to download titles of books that I would write and subjects about what I would write about. And so after that, I would just sit down at the table after praying and I would just write. Mm. I would just write all over. I would write in the bedroom. I would write at the table wherever I was. I would just write. And so he continued to download. And here we are today. Wow. So you have this experience where things obviously don't go as you planned with your professional career. You have this relationship, obviously an amazing relationship with your pastor. She speaks something into your life. You take action and you see that God actually does exactly what she said. So we're getting these downloads. You're able to put together your first book, which is Jewel Power. Tell us a little bit about that book, who it's for, and kind of the key message that you wanted to get across with that one. Sure. Yes. Jewel Power, Birth and Destiny is certainly a book that is about walking in the full potential that God has called you to walk in, that true identity, that purpose, and that destiny, his plan, plan A. And we know that that's a victorious and a successful plan. So it's about speaking right. It's about pursuing God in the things that he has for us and birthing the destiny. And of course, as I'm writing this book, I'm also birthing my destiny. I'm also finding out the plans that God has for me. So there's many birthing pains that you go through. There's some opposition. There's, you know, forces coming against you that's trying to distract you. So many things. But on the opposite side, there's the blessing also. So Jewel Power Birthing Destiny is about birthing that destiny. Just like a woman goes through physical birth, there's a birthing mm -hmm. process when you're birthing the plans that God has for you. You have to go through the process. You have to be stretched. You have to speak right things. You have to stay in his presence and, you know, be around motivated people, people that are praying, people that's going to mm -hmm. pray for you, that's going to thrust you, that's going to push you in the right direction and be honest with you. And so that's what Jewel Power Birth and Destiny is about speaking right and moving towards destiny and purpose and everything, all the plans that God has for us, walking in full potential. Amen. Amen. Powerful message. Having had a chance to read some of the book, uh, so many powerful principles and dual points in there, affirmations that help us to get our thinking right. One of the other things that I really appreciate, it's a key scripture for me. Uh, you talk about renewing the mind and it's yes. so important that we shift the way we think and it's a partnership with God to be able to do that. So this is something that at some point we all need, because one of the things that I appreciate about even that scripture, it talks about renewing the mind, which implies to me that that's a continuous process. Like there's never right. a point <laughs> where right. we're not going to need to focus on our mindset. So books like these are so important to help us with this area. So 
you write jewel power birthing destiny based on that prophetic word that you get from your pastor. We talked about this. It was a pretty quick process, right? So if I remember correctly, about a month and the manuscript for the book was completed. Talk to us about what happened after you had your manuscript written. Yes, certainly. After I had my manuscript written, I was felt like there was a little something missing and there's probably a few more things that I wanted to add to it. Some of the jewel points and the jewel principles came after and some of those things, but most of the manuscript was already written. But I had to deal with the inner me, certainly. I think, like you said, mindset is important. I started to doubt myself. You know, is this book good enough? How will others perceive it? And am I ready to get this out? And, you know, how do I market it? How do I do this? I start to question so many things. But most of all, I started to question what God said was my purpose, Mm. you know, and I was not obedient. I procrastinated a lot. And I let, you know, some of that get the most of me, the procrastination. So it wasn't, it probably was seven years from the date that I actually started writing it before the book actually came out. We moved away in between that time. I picked up the book, put it down, picked it up, put it down. But there were many people that spoke into my life along the way. And, you know, God continued to push me and he would not open a door for me to go back to work or anything. So the book had to get out there. So thankfully... Jewel power is out. <laughs> it was a journey though, but I, I, it was I just a journey know, and a process. It was a journey and a process. And I just know to me, somebody is listening to us right now. So we're going to stop and help this person that is where you were in that seven year period. God has spoken to you. You know the relationship that you had with your pastor. You feel confident in how God speaks to her and through her. So you knew that that was the message, but as the enemy often does, and our own thinking often does, is it gets us in a place where we start doubting that God can do it through us, that we are the chosen vessel and that we're ready for what it is that God has said that we could do. So he starts playing this game with the mind tricks. And so then the doubt starts to come in and there's somebody that's listening to us right now that is dealing with that. Talk to us about, you know, looking back, what advice would you give to help that person that might be in that space right now? I would certainly say that you have to certainly, you know, read your scriptures, do your affirmations on a regular basis and know where your validity comes from, that it comes from God and not Mm -hmm. man. Because that's so very important to know your identity. Because if we don't know our identity, then we will downgrade ourselves. We will walk in mediocrity. We will certainly not walk in our worth if we don't know it. So knowing your worth and being healed from things like rejection, trauma, and things that we go through in life, you know, life just attacks us in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And we have to be healed and know that God is a healer. And the only way we can walk in true identity is if we know our worth, if we know who God is and who God says we are. So, you know, certainly you have to get that mindset. You have to know who God says you are and that you can become who God says you can become and who he's called you to be. Mm -hmm. You know, as I'm hearing you talk, I'm thinking about one of my favorite Bible characters. I'm thinking about Gideon because I love Gideon because he had this same challenge that we all often have. He's like, who, me? Like, certainly not me. Like, I'm not... (laughs) I'm not the one, right? And so one of the things that I appreciate about that section of scripture is that God spoke to him in terms of who he saw him being, 
Right. Not who he was in that moment. And so we have to do the same thing for ourselves. God is calling us to that next level. He is speaking to the you know perfected, the growing, the confident version of us. And right. we're challenged because what we see in front of us is not yet that. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so the challenge is to embrace that vision of us that God has for us mm-hmm. and believe. I think this is key and this is what I'm hearing you say and what I picked up from the book is that he's the one that's going to help us get to that. This is not something that I got to do on my own. Certainly there's a part for me to do. I agree with you. I have to be intentional on working on my mindset. I need to say my affirmations when things come up in my mind that do not allow with God's word. I've got to cast it down. But there are also some things that only God can do, right? And so it's a partnership with him. And I've got to trust that if this is what he has said is for me, that he's going to empower me to be able to do it. And that's right. one of the hardest pieces, isn't it? Right. When you're looking at what appears to be conflicting evidence <laughs> right? to believe anyway that yes. God is still going to do it. So this right. seven year journey, as I hear you say, it was really about you being able to grow in your understanding of who God is and how he saw you. Right. And that as you went through that process and also were aided by people, I think that's another important point. God sent people your way to speak into your life and to remind you of what he has called you to. As you started to do that inner work, you started to hear from other people. And then one of the most challenging, but most real situations is God will stop opening doors on you. Like, hey, I already told you (laughs) what you were supposed to do. So I'm not giving you anything else. Until you do what I already gave you to do. So it was as if, you know, everything was kind of coming at you to point you into this direction. And the good news is I have a friend that often says that God doesn't leave us where he found us. And that's great news. You know, even when we get off track, he doesn't just leave us there and say, oh, well, you know, I don't know what's going on with Tam. I don't know what's going on with Tiffany. He pursues us. That's what I heard you say. He kept pursuing you and saying, no, 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 you've got to write this book. So the good news is, Eventually, you get Jewel Power published after that seven-year period. Then you continue to write. So we've got the Daily Spark Plug. And I know we were talking, there is even another project that is on the horizon that's going to be coming out soon. Talk to us about what's next for you. Yeah, well, what's next? Actually, I'm so excited. This is going to be my third book, and it's called Rejection, A Destiny Stealer. Because the thing about it is, before you can truly walk in true identity and purpose, there's so many things that affect us in life. You know, you're rejected because you didn't get the job you wanted. Somebody told you no. You know, you may have lost a parent. You've Mm -hmm. gone through trauma where you might have lost someone to COVID or someone was murdered in your family. So this book is very detailed. It talks about things that happened in my life as a young child. But it also talks about being healed from the wrong thoughts and from your perception sometimes. But being healed from rejection and those things that can knock you down in life and stagnate purpose. Because in order for us to truly walk in purpose, we must be healed. We must be whole. We must know what God says is the truth and not what others say. Because a lot of times we take on our truth as what man says about us and not what God Mm, says. And, you know, when we take on that truth of what man says, we can never live up to what God has called us to be because we don't know who we are. 
And so that book mm-hmm. is a book of healing. It's to help those that have gone through the trauma, words of offense, bullying, those who have lost loved ones, maybe um, young children that have gone through, their parents have gone through divorce. But the many things in life that we go through that affect us, that place that hole in our heart that needs to be healed in order for us to truly walk in that purpose so that we won't procrastinate, we won't be stagnated. We have to truly be healed first and made whole and know that our validity comes from God. So that third book I'm so excited about is slated to come out on the second week in July. And it also has a workbook to go with it. And also a teen workbook, because I'm very passionate about healing our teens before they become women, that they are healed and whole and know their true identity. Because so many of our teens are looking to the world, looking to entertainment to raise them. And they look at that perception as that's who they're supposed to be, you know, but we're supposed to be who God called us to be and look at what God wants us to be. And so I'm really excited about that book. It's very, very, um, it's a great work and I'm just excited about it coming out. Amen. You know, as I hear you talk and the passion in which you speak about this book and even the predecessors, Joel Power and the Daily Spark Plug, it seems that God has really given you this assignment to speak life into the lives of those that may be struggling. Um, right. In your own personal journey, right. it's always interesting how God takes us through the same thing. Right. That it relates to our assignment. But right. I'm just praying that right now in this moment, someone that is listening to us today is hearing the message that you're trying to get across loud and clear. You are valuable. You are a jewel in God's right. sight. Believe what God says about you, not what that other voice says right. about you. And walk into your destiny knowing that your past does not have to limit you. The rejection, the setbacks that you've experienced, they don't have to define you. You can still move forward and create a brighter future with God's help. And that's such an empowering message. But I know that that's not all that you are up to. So you're writing, but you also have other products. So God is using you in so many ways. Tell us about the other talents and skills that you are putting to work as God directs you. Well, you know, like I said, with the third book coming out, there's workbooks. So I'll be doing workshops and a lot of my workshops will probably be geared towards teens because I'm so passionate Mm -hmm. about helping them to heal and make them whole and helping them to become the young classy ladies that they are created to be and to be powerful. And so I'll be doing workshops and things of that nature. My hope is to go into some of the schools and, you know, to do it that way as well. Also, I have candles and other products, T-shirts and things of that nature that go along with my books as well. And, you know, speaking engagements and things of that nature. So as God leads me, I'm just being led by God. And so that's the pathway that I'm taking. Amen. Amen. Well, let's make sure that our listening audience knows how to learn more about you and what Mm -hmm. you are up to and they can get a copy of their book. What is the best website for them to use and how can they keep connected with you on social media? Sure. Um, certainly. My books are on Amazon and many other websites. And I have my own website, of course. It's te my initialspeaks.com. And um, my books are available on my website as well and my products as well. So they can keep in touch with me on I'm on Facebook. Uh, I have a actual group on Facebook where I do lives sometimes and it's called Jewel Power Birth and Destiny, like the first book, as well as Instagram. I'm Tiffany Ely Speaks, which is my name. 
So, um, yeah, and you could get those links through my website. If they click on my website, it'll have the social media links. So, again, the website is tespeaks.com. Amen. And you've got a group. So, family, if this message has been resonating with you or you know someone that may be struggling with their identity and believing what God says about them, make sure that you share that website, tespeaks.com, and share the information on that Facebook group so that they can get in a community that will help to encourage and empower them to move forward. Well, it's truly been a blessing having you with us today. I want to talk a little bit about challenges because, Mm -hmm. you know, you've made so many great strides. Now, third book is getting ready to come out. Lots of successes. But I know that the journey is not without challenge. Right. At this point, as you've been going through all this and growing through all of this, what would you say remains your biggest challenge in this season? Making sure that I stay focused through the distractions, because a lot of times, you know, God has told me to continue to write and I have to, you know, I put myself on a schedule in writing and everything. So keeping balance and just staying focused and trying to weed out the distractions and stay focused, like no matter what's going on around me, that I stay focused on the plan that God has before me and stay focused on the schedule that I have, because there's going to be distractions that come up in life, you know, anyway, you're going to have the distractions. Somebody's going to upset you. Things are going to occur, but Those things are just that, a distraction. They come to just get you off the focus of what God has called you to do. And we can't do that in this season or no season. There's someone out there that is waiting for you to walk in purpose, to do what God has called you to do so they can do the same. You know, I think about that all the time. There's somebody waiting for their prayers to be answered and you're the answer. And so as I think about that on a regular basis, I'm like, I have to get these books out. I have to write. I have to speak what God is telling me to speak, and I can't be silent. And so the distractions, I have to weed them out. I have to continue to pray and just to stay focused. And so that's what I would say, to stay focused at all times and to look to the promise and not what's going on in your life now. Because a lot of times we look at the problems that's going on. We look at the distractions. But we have to look ahead because right behind that distraction comes a blessing. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. We just got to see to the other side of it, right? And sometimes that's right. so difficult when you're in that moment. All you can see is what's in your face. Um, right. Being able to see that there is something on the other side is right. something that we must really focus on. Um, right. We also talked about this concept of being stretched on this journey. Right. And I think that that's something that our listening audience can really identify with. When you think about being stretched, what does that mean to you? When I think about being stretched, I think about the stretching is a part of your growth because in order for you to grow, you have to be stretched. And it's about moving out of your comfort zone and allowing God to you know, help you to get where you belong. Because in order for us to grow, we have to be stretched. We have to move out of our comfort zone in order to know what is inside of us. Because it's so much greatness. You know, that's what Jewel Power is about. It's that greatness that's in you and it's in there for you. It's not hidden from you, but it's hidden for you. For you to find out everything and locate everything that is within you. So that's what the stretching is. The stretching is finding out that true value that you hold within 
and it is moving beyond the comfort zone. And once you move beyond it, you'll become comfortable doing what God has called you to do mm-hmm. because it's your purpose. You'll realize that it's a part of you. It will become comfortable, but you just have to keep moving forward and keep pushing ahead. Yeah, that's so good. And I'm hearing you saying that. And I'm thinking there's that person out there that's like, but I'm tired of being stretched. <laughs> but I'm tired. Of, you know, we all have those those moments, yeah. right? Where we get weary, we get tired. We right. know. I know right. I have a personal experience. We know God is up to something in us and he's doing things. And we're like, when is it going to be over? Like, it just, it seems like there's this continuous journey that we're on. And some periods are easier to handle than others. So for that person that maybe is in that stretching season right now, they're getting weary, they're tired. They know that there's this message that God has given them that they need to get these books out, but the stretching is wearing on them. What piece of advice would you give to that person? I would say that the stretching will get easier eventually because, you know, if you don't pursue purpose and you don't pursue what God has called you to do, you can never see what that looks like. You can never change the lives that you were called to create. So look at it as you're the answer to someone's prayer. They're waiting on you to walk in purpose so that they too can walk in purpose. Look at the lives that you're going to change and just look at how God is going to change your life for the greater, that you're going to be successful in what God has called you to do. You're going to begin to know his plans for your life. And even though you're going to go through some pain, some birthing pains, you know, the other side is always going to be greater. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. So join us there and get the support that you need to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.